and sisters, perhaps some of you have never clapped your hands in your life, but you can clap on this afternoon. He lifted me, he lifted me, that means to you who's lifted, you clap your hands as a sign that you have been lifted. And if you're not lifted, when you start to sing the chorus, you will be when we've sung it half a dozen times or more. You will be lifted into the heavenlies. It's action. You just try clapping your hands. It's in the word of God. Come free. You try clapping your hands. You'll get delivered as you praise God. He lifted me. Did he lift you? I believe most of us in this meeting have been lifted. Well, let's give an outward sign that we've been lifted. Praise God. We're going to stand and sing that chorus again now. I believe we all know it. He lifted me. He lifted me. Praise God. He lifted Henry Staples. And he lifted Bob Nichols. And he lifted a lot more on this platform. Shall we all stand and sing? He lifted me. Come on, brothers. Clapping your hands.
matter with each one of us, we've had a crisis in our lives and the river of God has been blocked up. But thank God, there are those who are saved today who have loosed the river of God. Amen. Hallelujah. And you know, there's room for all sorts of shipping. Hallelujah. <laughs> Doesn't matter what cargo you carry, it'll carry you through. Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Doesn't matter what burden you're carrying, it'll be all right. <laughs> and if it's a load of dynamite, it'll be all right. <laughs> it'll go right through. It'll stand the test. It'll carry your barge, whatever it is. Hallelujah. Oh, good ships, bad ships, the river of God can take it all. Amen. <laughs> Criticism ships, by ships, it'll take it all. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, river of God. It's the river of God that is beginning to flow. It's nothing of any man, it's just the river of God. And I always long to let it flow. I always long to let it flow. This land of ours, hallelujah. Glory to God. It'll meet every need. It'll meet every need. Brother, sister, all we can say today is dive in and have a go. Amen. Dive in and have a go. You won't think it'll be all right. Hallelujah. It'll be all right because the triune God behind it. Hallelujah. You know, as you dive deeper, let your faith loose and have a go. You'll come out pure and clean and everything will be all right. Jesus makes everything right. He won't allow you. He thinks so much of you and I. He won't allow you and I to go one step of the way wrong. If our hearts are sincere and we're seeking the truth, then we shall find the truth. If we seek the truth in sincerity, the Holy Ghost is immediately at our aid. As soon as ever we turn our faith loose, as soon as we bear that sincere heart before God, he sends the Holy Ghost to aid it along. Isn't it wonderful? He says, if I go away, I will send another comforter. Well, glory to God, he's come, and he's let loose in us. Hallelujah. You know, I said to a brother before at this meeting, I said, you know, they've been preaching about it. They've been telling us about it. They've been praying about it. They've been talking about it. They've been fasting about it. Well, now it's happened and, it, and he's having a go. They want to beat us for it. He's not going to have a go. He is having a go. Hallelujah. Why, bless God. He's setting us free. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Whom the sun sets free is free indeed. And I want to tell you that the Holy Ghost is here and the Son is setting people free. And that's his ministry to set them free to get ready for heaven. A captive soul can't get ready for heaven, can he? Well, no, of course he can't. He needs a wedding garment. And glory to God as you put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Dare to do it. You'll find that the old things will drop off. The old things will drop off. And he'll give you garments fit to meet the King of Kings. Hallelujah. Oh, bless God. God, Lord to God. Number 42, we shall have a new name in that land.
I can have a go. But you know, it comes to me. I don't know whether when you were young you liked adventure. And the more thrilling the story, the more you liked it. Well, do you know, I believe that that was put in us by God, that seeking, that adventurous spirit. And you know, for years and years we've been keeping our style, haven't we? We've been trying to be just what we think God wants us to be. But do you know, the more adventurous, you know, you can look at the word of God, look at the life of David. It was the greatest sinner, but it was the biggest saint. <laughs> it's true, you know, it was. God loved him, and it was a man after God's own heart. <laughs> but oh, I like to let go and have a go. Hallelujah. And oh, get the world vision. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Why, this salvation is for the old wide world, and it can satisfy. It can satisfy. It gives us an outlet. It gives it open doors that you and I never dreamt of. When we're the sons of God, we have a right to all these inheritances in Christ Jesus. We've a right to the best. We've a, a right to the abundant life. The bit that flows over and kicks over the traces. Hallelujah! You know, there's real big, strong men here, you know, and just a goody-goody Sunday school sort of religion is no good to them. Oh, bless God. But the Holy Ghost has got an outlet. He's got an outlet. That adventure, that life that satisfies and which you do as unto God. Letting all your life be controlled by the Holy Ghost. Not saying, well, this is my part and that's God's part. Everything, everything. Don't separate yourself from God, beloved. It's everything. God in us. Let God walk about in the flesh. That's it. <laughs> brethren was Jesus, and here's a million, millions born. Hallelujah. Wonderful, isn't it? Glory to God.
many women in this meeting wanted to set free in the name of Jesus. For the first time, I'm going to bring Joan on, who was quickened in 1952 or 53, down in a pottery. Joan, come and tell what God's done for you, lass. Praise the Lord. Bless the Lord, who I do thank God that he's brought me into this. Oh, I thank God that he's saved me and for what he's done in my life. Thank God I found a real joy and a real peace, and it's found in Jesus. Thank God he really satisfies the longing soul. Thank God there's nothing in this world compared with Jesus. Blessed be his lovely name. Oh, and by his grace, I want to go on and get more into this, get filled with the Spirit. Hallelujah. Because it's only as we're filled with the Spirit that we can do something for God. Amen. Come on, praise the Lord. Grace got saved in the cottage meeting some time ago and been baptized in spirit. Come on, Grace. Bless you. <laughs> praise the Lord. Give her a clap. That's it. Praise the Lord. Come on, everybody. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Amen. Thank God Jesus took the trouble to save me. Do you know, when I first came down to Newark, I was saved in Henry's upstairs room. I don't know if you've ever been there. But to me, that, that's always got a soft spot now because that's where I first went in. And I'd only been used to chapel meetings. And everybody, when Henry, when somebody said, Henry asked, Henry asked somebody to give a blessing on the meeting. And they started to pray, you know. And, of course, everybody shouted their own individual prayers. And I thought, well, I wish they'd shut up because God won't hear them when they're all shouting like that. He only listened to one at a time. But it was the, it was the spirit that, that, that drew me to, to the love of God and he broke my heart. And I, I cried and I cried and I cried. And Jesus saved my soul. And there's been a difference in my life ever since. And if there's a difference in your life, then you'll know you've got salvation. Because you're new creatures when you're born again in the spirit. That's when you're new creatures when God does something real in your life. And if there's nothing real happening, then again, the salvation you've got is something else. Because I know when God does something real in your life, there's a change. And you... He builds character, he builds backbone into your body. It gives you something to live for. That's Christianity, that's the gospel that I'm going to preach, that's the gospel that I'm going to live. It's when the Spirit changes and you're born of the Spirit. Not born after anything else and not bothered with else, but when you're born of the Spirit, that's when you're one of us. That's when, you, that's when you're your brother and when you're your sister. It's when you're born of the Spirit, that's when you're in the family. Bless God, amen, hallelujah, amen, amen. I want to see an outpouring of the Spirit of God this afternoon. That's what I want to say. I'm not bothered about it. What else goes on as long as the Spirit's here? The mighty old Spirit of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Let's go. Amen. Ask Christopher Mays. Come on, love. On your feet for Jesus. Praise the Lord. Amen. Give it a clap. Praise the Lord. Well, I praise and thank God that I ever found Henry. <laughs> praise the Lord. I've been a Christian for a great many years. Well, I would say a stiff and starchy Christian, perhaps. But the Lord has been with me. I have known the Lord's presence. But since we've been coming to Henry's meetings, there's been something else. There's been a glory. There's been a joy. There's been something that no, no one else could give us. But I do praise and thank God for his wonderful goodness in bringing us here. Oh. What God can do is no respect of persons. Our sister Preston, you've had a blessing from Carlisle. Come on your feet for Jesus. Amen. First time she's been to a glory meeting. Give her a shout. I do thank God this afternoon that I have the privilege of being here at Henry's. I wanted to come up from last August, the first time I got his, his glory news. And uh, we missed the opportunity last August, but thank God he gave us the opportunity this. And I must say that I have come out a lot since I came up here. I wasn't really bound, you know, but where we belong to, they are dead. But thank God, I'm going back and I'm going to try and wake them up again with the help of God. So with God's help, yeah, uh, we shall get the glory. Amen. Oh, Thank 
Come on, Sally, come on, Dodson, come on up here. Come on, bless you. Come on, Sally, praise the Lord. This is Sally. Give her a clap. Praise the Lord. Amen. thank God what he's done for me because uh, you know I was in what you call religion I was saved and baptized with the Holy Ghost but uh, we're in a dead place and there's so many precious souls who are baptized with the Holy Ghost and think I've got the lot and that's just what I thought you know thought I'd got the lot and I've been coming to Henry's for over a year before the Lord delivered me from religion now you might, might want to know what religion is well it's your own beliefs added on to what God wants to give you it's, it's man's religion that is you know, and there's a lot of folk who are suffering from that disease. It is a disease because I couldn't get rid of it. I had to get down on my face and ask the Lord to take it from me. And then, of course, he had to deliver me from myself. Because a lot of us want delivering from ourselves. You know, when you've got this uh, old religion in you, you want something new when you come to Henry's because they've got it here. And, you know, you can't get anything new till you get the old out. I don't care who you are. You may be here the whole holiday. And you say, well, I've got something new. Well, you've had a wonderful time. You've had a wonderful blessing with, it, with the Lord. But I'm going to tell you that until you get rid of the old, the new can't come in. It's got to come right inside. And it wasn't until last week that God did a wonderful thing on my heart. Uh, the Lord gave me a new song one night before I went to bed. Uh, we'd heard from a brother and sister in Wales that we were going to Wales. And we'd had it on our heart for a long time. And we just left it with him. We didn't do anything about it. Before I went to bed one night, the Lord gave me a new song. And as I sang it through, I started to weep. And he said, yes, my girl, it's got to start on you first. It can't start on the others till it starts on you first. And so I began to ask him to search my heart. And what he found there, I didn't know. Brothers and sisters, you might have self-righteousness in you, which you don't know about. You might have self-satisfaction in you, which you don't know about. You may be dead, spiritually dead, and you don't know it. You're still hanging on to what you had before. But as I asked the Lord to search my heart, he brought these things to the top. And as he did, th did this to me, so he put two persons on my heart to write to them and tell them that I loved them. Because in the time past, uh, they'd perhaps been a bit misunderstood about me or myself with them. But I put it right and told them that I loved them. And that's what we need to do, brothers and sisters. And as he did this, so the next morning, I just couldn't read the Bible, just couldn't read the Word. So I asked, to, asked him to show me what he'd done for me in the past. And I couldn't just think back a bit. But I picked up the word and I read Romans 4. I should like to read that verse, Henry. Just two verses, one in, in chapter 4 and one in chapter 5. For what saith the scripture? Abraham believed God. And it was counted unto him for righteousness. And I realised that my righteousness was as filthy rags. And it was God's righteousness that I needed. Bless the Lord. And the next one is chapter 5, verse 2. By whom also we have access by faith into this grace. This grace. Wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. And I realised then, well, I'm nothing. I'm nothing, Lord. It's all you. And I thank God because... He's done something new in my life. He's given me something new to go out with so that others may get blessed too. I want to try and sing this little chorus for you and I should just like you to believe that you're singing it yourself. And I know that Connie can pick the tune up. Pour out thy Holy Spirit, Lord, and search my heart and take me where I fall to the way. 
as I seek thy face. I want to love and please thee from today. Revive me again, Lord. Revive me again. Let the hills in the got here at Henry's, but they haven't got any place else. And it's played on my heart. Well, I'm going to tell you this afternoon what they've got here at Henry's. 
When you start to build a house, you build a, a concrete foundation. And then you put on it some bricks. And that's how the Lord builds his house. The rock is Jesus Christ. And when you start building your house, what's the thing you start building from? The love of Jesus Christ. And if you don't build on the love of Jesus Christ, your house will fall. And that's what they've got here at Henry's. The love of Jesus Christ. Because it was the love of Jesus Christ that brought me into this. You know, I was a wicked sinner only 18 months ago. I was right down in the dumps. No man could help me. No man whatsoever. Jesus came along. And I'm sure and I know that the Lord had stood in that pit with me for a long while. And when no one else could help me, he says, come on, my lad, come on out. And you know, I have something wonderful this afternoon to praise my Jesus about. And I'm going to tell you of a recent testimony only on Friday. You may not think it, but I was buried under tons of coal on Friday morning with my legs. But I can praise God, I can jump about, look at this. Praise his wonderful name, that's the work of Jesus. They had to get a jack to lift the coal off, but Jesus healed it. I've not a pain this morning. I got one last night, but I've got, I haven't got a pain. I've not even got an ache. Praise his wonderful name. And brothers and sisters, what he's done for me, he can do for you. No matter what it is, how big or how small, he can do it for you this afternoon. Don't wait till tomorrow. Don't wait till tonight. Don't wait for half an hour's time. Do it. If the Lord's telling you this afternoon to come out here and get on your knees, come now. Don't matter about me. Come and get on your knees and get it from Jesus. There's nobody here. There's no man here. There's no man here can do anything for you. Only Jesus. And I'm going to sing you a little chorus now. I found a treasure. I found a treasure. And you know, the mint can't put this in their vaults. The mint can't put this in their vaults. You can only get it from Jesus. I found a treasure. Glory to God. I found a treasure. I want you to share. Jesus. your heart, 
You can sing this. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I want you. Say, brother or sister, I love you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory. Thank you, Jesus. Bless thy name. Hallelujah. Hands up, everybody who likes to be loved. Keep them up. I'm going to pray that God will fill you and give you a new love this afternoon. Heavenly Father, we come to thee in Jesus' sweet and beautiful name. You see all these hands raised up to heaven now. Holy hands are raised up to thee as a sign that they want more love. We ask you, Father, in Jesus' lovely name to quicken every soul with the hand up. In the beautiful name of Jesus, quicken them now, Father, and give them this new love for Jesus' sake. Amen. God bless you, brothers and sisters. Do you believe God's done something? If so, say amen. amen. Say praise the Lord. Say hallelujah. Give Jesus a clap. Come on, everybody. And getting his jacket off to it. Praise the Lord. God bless you, Peter. Praise the Lord. <coughs> Beloved, God woke me up this morning and he says to me, well, he started talking about division. Hallelujah. But I'm always so glad for God's division. Glory. <laughs> I wonder what he was going to start talking about, to tell you the truth. I started thinking about long division when I was at school and I didn't like that. And I thought about all the schisms in Christendom and I didn't like that. <clears throat> but my father turned me to something lovely. And do you know what I could see? I could see a river a long way from here. And I could see a lot of pilgrims <clears throat> marching up the road. Well, there wasn't any road. It was across the desert, really. And as they were coming up to this river, the Lord spoke to the leader... And he says, you see that mountain over there? He says, yes, Lord. He said, well, I want you to take these people against that mountain. So he said, all right, Lord. And he took these folk and he marched them over to this mountain. And when they got there, 
There was a mountain on one side of them and there was some marshes on the other side of them and there was this great big sea in the front of them. And so he said, well, right, oh, the Lord says we can camp here for the night. Well, beloved, <coughs> they camped there and then, you know, after a little while, everything was quiet and they began to hear something like this. Drum, 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 drum. And somebody started to look across the desert. And as they looked below, they could see a great cloud of dust. A sand it was. And you know, they looked and they looked and they looked. And you know what it was coming across the desert? It was the greatest and most powerful army in the world. And you know, they looked around them and they'd only got men and women. And beloved, this morning, this afternoon, they didn't even have a sword between them, so far as I know. And do you know, beloved, as they stood there and looked, their eyes began to bulge and they began to get terrified and they began to get afraid. Beloved, they looked at the back of them and the greatest army in the world was coming upon them. They looked at the side and there was mountains. They looked at that side, there was marshes. And they looked in front of them and there was a sea. And they didn't know where to look, beloved. There was tremendous consternation in the hearts of those people. So they went to the man that was supposed to be leading them and they said, Look here, what have you brought us here for to die? Is it because there was no cemeteries back there? What are we here for? And this man got down on his knees and he says, Lord, can you hear him? I've brought him here because you've led me. Now what shall I do? Whatever can I do, Lord? We can't fight this mighty army. He says, what are you waiting for? Go forward. He says, go forward, Lord. Look at the sea. He says, divide it. Oh, hallelujah. Beloved tonight, what a wonderful thing it is. The great and mighty power of God to divide those things that are in front of us. And this evening, beloved, he took the staff and he held it over the water and he commanded it to divide in the mighty name of God. And beloved, the word of God says, and a great and mighty wind sprang up and he divided the waters and they went through on dry ground. And those old Egyptians trying to go on that ground, beloved, why the seas rolled together and they were drowned. Oh, this evening, beloved, I tell you, when I got to thinking about this, I thought there's greater divisions in the world than the divisions of the Christendom. And then, beloved, I want you to see another division, a mighty division this is. And I want you to consider what to me is one of the greatest miracles this world's ever seen. There was a company of people, there was a company of people that God made into a great and mighty nation. As you're going to be my folk, and I, you, and I'm going to be your God. And that man, Bill, of that great God of ours, he's kept those Jews separated from all the world. I want you to consider the mighty power of darkness that's come against that nation. They've been scattered into every country. They've been murdered. They've been beaten. They've been tortured. But the mighty power of God has kept them a nation. And by the grace of God today, they're across there in Israel and they've raised the standard of David over a land that once God gave unto them. Beloved, tonight I want you to see that God can divide one people from another and it doesn't matter how strong the power is against them. He can keep that line of demarcation. Oh, hallelujah. And now I want you to see another division. we better read this division, or you perhaps not believe me. I told somebody about this the other day and they didn't. In this the children of God are manifested and the children of the devil. This book says, in this the children of God and the children of the devil are made manifest. 
And this afternoon, beloved, I see this great truth. It doesn't matter whether you like it or I like it. Our God's declared it in his word. There is a division in the human race, beloved, tonight. And that division is a division that's been created by God. You either belong to Jesus or you belong to the devil. And there's no in-between. And this afternoon, beloved, I want you to say now, this great divider. Beloved, who divided that Red Sea? Who divided the Jordan? Who's kept those Jews separate? I'm going to tell you who did it, beloved. It was Jesus. And he came from God with one purpose. To divide. To divide. Beloved, this division in humanity is so great that it'll divide houses. It'll divide homes. One will find the glory of God like Sister Sally and Eric and, beloved, the other one will be antagonistic against it. Oh, tonight, beloved, there is not only a great division in humanity but in families. And tonight I want you to see the great divider is the Lord Jesus Christ. He came from heaven with the express purpose of creating division. Oh, but isn't it wonderful today, beloved, that the division that Jesus has come to create is a division between satanic sonship and the sons of the almighty living God. Isn't it grand today, beloved, that an almighty gulf takes, that an almighty gulf, beloved, that no man can come over. But thank God tonight, because the love of God took a mighty leap over it, and it landed there, and it lifted men and women like you and I. Our brother said he was a communist. I was an atheist and there's other ones here the same, beloved, who have been moved by the powers of God out of the kingdom of darkness into the soul of his love. Oh, glory to God. There is a division and Jesus is the great uh, dividing factor. But the thing that I want you to see now is this, that there needed to be a power to divide. When Moses struck the Red Sea, beloved, it was the almighty power of God that created that wind. Oh, tonight, beloved, it's the almighty power of God that kept satanic men like Hitler from wiping out the Jewish nation. Beloved, it was the almighty power of God that has kept the people from the Spanish Inquisition and so on and so forth. It needed power. And I want you this afternoon with me to look to this source of almighty power. Oh, this afternoon, hallelujah, the thing that's filling my soul is this, beloved, that when God has set that line of division, oh, the might of Egypt can't come against it. Oh, the might of the civilized world wasn't able to destroy the Jews. And this evening, beloved, I want you to look with me and to get a glimpse of this mighty power of division. And I see, beloved, this afternoon that God sent Jesus. And there, beloved, on the cross of Calvary, our Jesus was lifted up. Our Jesus was nailed to the cross. I want you to see, beloved, that things could never be the same again. It could never be like it had been before. Because Jesus was lifted up and glorified. He's ascended into the presence of God. And there is an almighty power liberated into the earth for the sons of men to take advantage of. Afternoon, friends. I tell you, it's not a weak need effeminate gospel, it's a gospel of power, the dynamic power of God. And thank God this afternoon it's centered in the simplicity of the cross. Oh, it's so simple, we could miss it if it weren't for the Holy Ghost. And this evening, beloved, the thing that I want you to see is this. How wonderful. Oh my God. I'm telling you this afternoon, beloved, that when my Jesus came from heaven, when he died on the cross, he separated and he dividing power. It wasn't to make man to set, the, to, set, to set brothers one against.
wants to know that. It wasn't to set families at variance. It was to separate men and women from the powers of darkness, to separate them from sin, to separate them from sickness, and to separate us from death. Oh, it's wonderful. He's done this for me, you know. He says, lads, you're never going to die. Oh, hallelujah. We're never going to die. It doesn't mean this old body. He means Peter Warsup living in it. Isn't it wonderful, beloved? He says then that have believed on the Son of Have, 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 everlasting life. This afternoon, friends, there is a division. It's the power of God that's divided this. Now, I'm telling you this afternoon, precious souls, it didn't stop at Calvary. And I want you to see this afternoon another road. And it's leading to the oldest city that's ever been in creation today. And there's a man on that road. And that man, beloved, is bound. This man is bound by the traditions of his fathers. He's bound by religion. He's fighting against God every step of the way. As he's going on that road to Damascus. And you know something? God's calling him. God's pleading with him. God's stabbing his conscience. God's doing everything to try and awaken him to divine realities. Nothing happens. And then all at once, God says, it's no good, son. You'd better go and tell him. And all at once, Jesus comes on the scene. Oh, my God, today. Jesus came on the scene on the road to Damascus. And the glory of the Lord outshone the sun. And God today, that man, he saw Jesus. His will was smitten. He was broken down. He says, Lord, what will you have me to do? A little bit later, beloved. He brings his message to the continent of Europe. He lands, beloved, and goes to a place called Philippi. And you know something? He's walking in those streets. There's a poor, wretched woman there. A young damsel, the Bible says. Possessed with a spirit of divination. She was a fortune teller. Who consider the condition of this woman? This woman, beloved, was bound by Satan. A spirit had got her. Beloved, it was Satan's spirit that had got hold of her that she could tell the future. Consider her natural condition. Some enterprising businessmen had seen that in this woman they could make a living. And they commercialized this thing. Oh, she was tormented by Satan from evil. She was tormented by man without until she didn't know what she was doing. And then Paul came on the scene. Oh, glory. Why, these are the servants of the Most High God. These who shown to us the way of salvation. Shown to us the way of salvation. Oh, these are the servants of the Most High God who shown to us the way of salvation. These are the servants of the Most High God. And it went on day after day, beloved, until the Bible says, and Paul was troubled in his innermost being. And he turned and he says, Satan, in the name of Jesus Christ, come out of her. And the Bible says, and he came out. Oh, glory. The Bible says he came out. Oh, hallelujah. Because there was a power. Where is the power of separation and division? It's in the power of Jesus' name. And this man, he was a wicked sinner in the time of Jesus. He was a religious reprobate. But oh, my God, did something in his heart. And he found there was a power in Jesus' name. Glory be. Amen. My God doesn't care what we were. He's 
made us something in Jesus. And today, the power of Jesus' name is here to divide you from the works of darkness. My God, in the name, read it, in the name of Jesus Christ. Come out of her. Not when he came out, he left her. Because the words of God said, it upset him. In their commercialism, he came out. He left. He went. Glory to God, that demon from hell went. And this afternoon, friends, my Jesus has released unto you a power that he bought on Calvary's cross. It was there when the almighty switch of heaven was thrown in. And the power of God was liberated to men and women today. Today, it happened after Jesus had gone to glory. It happened, it happened, it happened. And it's going to happen this afternoon. Men and women are going to be set free from the power of darkness, from sickness, from disease, from frustration, from powers of darkness. Friends, this afternoon, the mighty name of Jesus is here in our midst to set you free. Hallelujah. Now, friends, who's the first one that's going to come and ask Jesus to second pray? Who's going to be? The one beloved today, or the two, or the company, or the lot of us who feel bound, frustrated, weak in our body, dry in our spirits. Oh, today, thank you, brother. Today, friends, I'm going to tell you, we're going to pray the name of Jesus over you, and we're going to leave you in the hands of the Almighty. Oh, hallelujah. Now, friends, come to Jesus and let him set you free. Hallelujah. Oh, that power of division. Oh, that he should divide us from the works of darkness. Oh, that he should do it now in your heart and life and mind. Will you come this afternoon now? Hallelujah. Bless you. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Praise the Lord. Glory. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you,
young lady here who's been wonderfully healed the first meeting she came to, God healed her of a rash on her neck. And she comes now from Birmingham each week to the meetings. And God's using her in a wonderful way. Recently, she organized some glory meetings in Birmingham, and we had the place packed. And we had a wonderful time, and letters are still coming in. What great blessing they've received. Praise the Lord. Come on, here, bless you. Tell them what God's done for you, that's all, yeah? You know, we were singing a chorus this morning, this speak answers to the blood, and tells me I am born of God. And oh, I praise God tonight, because for this wonderful born-again experience, you know, brothers and sisters, when Jesus comes into your heart, you know, he fills you with peace, joy, and happiness. And oh, I do praise God tonight, oh, for this wonderful experience that we have within, you know, brothers and sisters, Eddie was talking about this afternoon, you know, what they got at Henry's, and you know, it is the love. You know, it's a love that draws men and women, and you know, it's a love of Jesus that drew me. Oh, I praise God, because I, I responded to the, the cords of love that Jesus drew me with. And oh, I praise God for this, because Jesus is such a wonderful saviour. You know, when I was walking around, I was so miserable. I was a young girl, and I was so miserable, I just didn't know what to do. But I came to Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. I do praise God for this afternoon. Oh, because it's so wonderful. Oh, brothers and sisters, if only you could taste what Jesus is like this afternoon. It's so wonderful. You know, I'm really enjoying Jesus this afternoon. It's so wonderful. I just can't put it into words properly what Jesus is doing for me, but it's just so wonderful. And I praise God, you know, brothers and sisters, I was suffering once with a rash on my, all of my face here and all over my arms. And, you know, the doctors told me that if ever I wanted to wear wool, I'd have to um, line my cardigans with silk. Well, you can see here, there's no silk linings on there and there's no spots on my arms neither. And you won't find the red rawness that I had all up my face. You know, all my face was raw and I used to sit up in bed scratching myself till I bled. I used to scratch at my arms and I used to scratch at my face till I just didn't know what to do with myself. And, you know, brothers and sisters, when you get like that, you get tired out. You sit up in bed like I was and I was dabbing stuff all over me. I was rubbing stuff on me. I just didn't know what to do. But, you know, brothers and sisters, the first week that I came to Henry's, I came to Jesus as well. I didn't just come to Henry, but I came to Jesus. And, you know, when you come to Dr. Jesus, well, you know, he's got everything that meets every need. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, wonderful Jesus. Hallelujah. You know, brothers and sisters, Jesus didn't turn you away to hopeless case. You know, I was carrying on with medical treatment. I was putting medical treatment on my arms and on my face. But, you know, brothers and sisters... As soon as I left that off, well, this old annotation had start up again. But, you know, when Jesus touched me, I felt the power of God go straight through my body. And when you feel the power of God go straight through your body, well, you just know that Jesus has done something for you. And I knew that Jesus had done something for me. Oh, I do praise God. Because, you know, since that day, I haven't had to use any medical treatment whatsoever. And you won't find a spot on my arm. You won't find a red mark on my arm. You can't see no red rawness on my face. You've got to admit that. You can't see any red rawness on my arms or my face this afternoon. That's what Jesus done. And you know, brothers and sisters, we've had the same joy that we've received. You know, our joy's been made full. You know, Jesus has touched me and we've had the same opportunity of going out praying for sick people too. Oh, bless God, because God's been answering 
prayed in a wonderful way. You know, we went out and he tells you in the word of God that these signs shall follow those that believe. Oh, we went out in the name of Jesus. And you know, if you go out believing, doubting nothing, you know, Jesus said that when you pray, believe that you've received and you shall have it. And that's what we've done. We just prayed. I just prayed, and I believed, and those people just received. You know, brothers and sisters, there was a woman, she couldn't walk from one room to the next. You know, her husband had to carry her from one room into the next. And I went to pray for that woman. There was nothing but I did. I just prayed for her, and the power of God came down on that woman and healed her instantly. And she was, she was able to walk, and she started to laugh in the spirit, and she was holding a normal conversation. Well, you know, that woman wasn't able to hold a conversation at all before. She, she was just literally gasping for breath. And we do praise God for this wonderful miracle that God performed. And, you know, we were praying for various people in the open air too. God isn't confined to spaces. Oh, we bless him for this. You know, brothers and sisters, in Bible days, they went and prayed for people on the street. Well, this is what we're doing. We're going and praying for people on the street. You know, he commanded a deaf spirit to come out of one woman's ear. She was deaf, and we stood her right over the other side of the street, and she was able to hear us talking to her. And there was another man suffering with kidney trouble, and he was instantly healed. And then about a fortnight ago, we went to pray for a man who was stone deaf, and he was blind, and he couldn't see. And uh, we went and prayed for him. We cast his deaf spirit out in the name of Jesus. And I commanded him to see. And he said, oh, he said, I'll see your hat. And you know, he could hear that. Well, you do that to a deaf man and see what happens. He won't hear it. If you do that, he won't hear it. Oh, hallelujah. We've got a great physician that heals the sick. He raises the dead. Oh, hallelujah. I'm looking forward to the day when Jesus is going to raise the dead. Oh, hallelujah. Come on, praise God. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. You start praising God and something happens. You know, when God is in the midst of his people, there's a moving. And you know, God stirs his people up and he causes us to praise him. And he's worthy of all the praise we've been given this afternoon because he's done great and mighty things. God bless you. Isn't it wonderful what God's doing? Amen. Praise the Lord. Now we're going to have the two guitars and some choruses. Come on on the front here, brothers. Come on. Praise the Lord. Well, you know, this chorus has been a wonderful blessing to me this week because last Saturday I took my guitar to work and it was wonderful the way the Lord undertook and I was able to play to the patient. And when I got there on Monday morning, there was a young girl of 16, a well-educated girl, and she was singing in the bathroom. I'll tell you why, I have a song to sing since I found the Lord. And you know, friends, Jesus has been really working on my heart and on my life this week. I realised that no matter what else mattered in life, no matter what circumstance came my way, that nothing really mattered, just as long as Jesus really loved me, and you know, friend, and just as long as I really love Jesus, and I said, Lord, I want to be real for you, and when I went to work, I saw those patients in a different way, I really loved them, and this girlfriend, when I heard her singing that, I realised that the Spirit of God had been working on her life over that weekend, and you know, friend, I had to go away on my own and weep, because I could feel the hand of God on that girl, and I could feel the Spirit of God everywhere I walked in that hospital, on that tour. Tuesday morning and you know friends there was a, a, quite a lot of people going home that morning but you know the spirit of God when it is moving in your heart 
pattern in your life. It undertakes for every circumstance. And that girl should have been one of the first to have gone home. And I was busy doing different things. I couldn't get to speak to her. And yet the ambulance driver came. It took all the rest and there was just that one girl left. And I went away and I had to weep before the Lord. And I said, thank you, Jesus, because I can feel your spirit on me. I thank you, Jesus, because I asked you to make me real and give me a true love for souls. And because you've given me the opportunity here and I'm going to take it. And I went to that girl, you know, and I told her the love of Jesus. And she broke down and wept and she put her arms around me. And she said, do you know, ever since the day I came in this hospital, I've been watching your life. I wondered why you'd got patience. There was a love coming from you that I didn't understand. And, you know, I was able to tell her that it was nothing of self, that it was of Jesus. And, you know, friends, I've realized in this Christian life that if our motives are right and if our spirit is right and if our heart is in touch with the Lord Jesus Christ, then nothing else matters. And we can say, none of these things move me, neither count I my life dear unto myself, that I might finish my course with joy. You know, friends, when that soul got saved on Monday, it did something to me. It made me more real for Jesus. And everywhere I've been this week, I've proclaimed the wonderful name of Jesus because Jesus has done it. You know, friends, I've realized more and more in my Christian life that Jesus doesn't want the things that I doesn't want. But you know, friends, I've realized that the things that I love most, that I've had to leave them on the altar for God, that I've had to put them there. Friends, there's been things in my life that I've really loved and I've tried to hold on to them. But on Monday night, I got lost in the spirit when I was on my own. And I said, Lord, the things that I love most, I'm giving to you. You know, friends, it says that where your art is, where your treasure is, there is your art also. And tonight, friends, if your treasure is in Jesus, and then your art's going to be right in the center of his will. If all your art and all your life is centered on Jesus, then things are going to happen in that wonderful name. Friends, this afternoon, I feel really broken spirit. You know, few, uh, last year, Connie says to me, bless her, you know, I thank the Lord for uh, Brother uh, Connie and, uh, and Henry. And, you know, because I tell you this, friend, that they've really been something in my life through the Holy Spirit. And she says, you know, we can see when people's real, it makes them practical. And a few weeks ago, she says that when you've got this Holy Ghost energy, you can't come through anything. And I've been proving that Holy Ghost energy in my heart and in my life. You know, friend, it's wonderful when we as Christians can stand together. You know, friends, I love you all this afternoon. You know, friends, I love you because Jesus loved you and I realized friends this afternoon that when you and I feel for each other when I was going around those patients and I saw them sick I really felt the pain that they was bearing friends and the time this week that I had to go away and lock myself away because I knew that Jesus really loved them you know friends this afternoon I will plead with you no matter what comes in your heart and in your life no matter what circumstance friend you can still say like Eric sang this afternoon that love never faileth you know friends it's going to be love that's going to bring England to Jesus. You know, friends, this afternoon people are looking for everything. They're acting on unhead knowledge, friends, but if you act on the love of Jesus, you know, friends, love leads you into the right path. You know, friends, if you feel a pain for someone else, you know that it's the love of Jesus in you. You know that when you pray for them that they're going to receive healing in that name because it's a powerful name. And this afternoon, friends, I would plead with you in the Holy Spirit to get real with Jesus. You know, friends, when the person that sat next to side of you love that person even more than you love yourself and all those things friends that you might be clinging on to this afternoon I would ask you to put them onto the altar for God or even though all your prosperity whatever it is anything that you're holding on to what Jesus wants it he doesn't want you cast off he doesn't want the things that you can manage without he wants you just as you are he wants your possessions he wants those things that's not right in your life he wants to make them right and to put it in a channel where it can be used there's something else about Henry's you know, what struck me. There are people here, living epistles, 
known and read of men. Hallelujah. And in this building tonight, there are Jesus men and Jesus women, word indwelt, indwelt with the word of God. You put in the word of God into action. Hallelujah. You put in the Psalms into action to praise the Lord with timbrels, with instruments, stringed instruments. Praise him upon your hands. Praise him in the dance. Living, living epistles known and read of men. Hallelujah. Keep dancing, keep shouting, keep praising. Keep being Jesus men and Jesus women. Act on the word of God and see it work in your life. Hallelujah. He's real, he's real. This is my anniversary today. It was a year ago I came into this glory way with Peter and Percy. The three of us came up and we come to see. And we came back, back to Croydon and we've never been the same since. One whole year. Hallelujah. We've had our, we've had our trials, we've had our circumstances, we've had our battles. But we can come here and we can stand here and we can say that we're more than conquerors. Hallelujah. Because we stood upon the word of God and contended for the faith uh, which was delivered to the saints. Hallelujah. So it's an anniversary to, for the three of us and, some, and for others. Praise the Lord. Come on, Percy. Come on, tell them what God's done. Well, it's really wonderful to be here today. I think myself this is my anniversary because I remember just before we did come up here this time last year, we was debating about whether to come up or not. We'd heard so many different stories about the people up here and we was concerned whether to come or not. And we said, well, we're not going to take any notice of what these people say. Let us go up and find out for ourselves. And that was a wonderful day because we was blessed that day and we've been blessed ever since. We found a new way of life. We had the old way and it was a rigid way. There was no real joy. There was no rejoicing, very little, and there was no true experience of the presence of Christ. But this new way, praising the Lord, and this lovely way, it's really uplifting. And it's really wonderful that every day is different. And every day there's a new blessing. And when we look to the Lord and just trust in Him alone, and it gives me a great joy to be here today. May the Lord bless every one of you. God bless you. Thank you, boys. Praise the Lord. Shall we all sing, He lifted me? Praise the Lord. He lifted me. Thank you, brother. Amen.
Praise the Lord. Well, the time's going very quickly, brothers and sisters. Time's going very quickly, but our dear brother and sister from Allington, come up here a minute. Bring the mouth organ, will you? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. These two's had a wonderful conversion. Rough and ready, but they're real. Aren't you, brother? That's all right. Praise the Lord this afternoon, do you know, friends? It's touched my heart to come to this place, really, for the love of Jesus. I feel more like crying for him. You know, I do, honest, I feel like crying for Jesus. As a matter of fact, I could jump my head on, on the ceiling. That, that sort of rejoicement. I praise his wonderful name. Even what he's done for the, for the dear wife. I'll tell you this one. It's uh, many years ago... And as I was cycling home from my work, I saw a vision. And it was a dangerous road as I was on. And I can say this, friends, that I never saw a car. And they tell me that there's quite a, a number of cars past me, but I never see one. I see this vision. And in this vision, there was a chair. And it was at my home. It was again the fireside. And tears run down my face and I rejoiced in Christ Jesus because I knew I was going to find something as I got to my home. And in that chair, when I got home, I saw my dear wife fretting, fretting for Jesus Christ, tears streaming from her very eyes. And now it gave me joy. And now I can rejoice. I can rejoice. There's two honours for Jesus. Two honours for Jesus. Praise his wonderful name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. 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 I don't know whether I've got any muck in, but I'll soon blow it down.
has done for me, he can do for you. While he could save me, he can save anybody. God bless you all. Our sister has a wonderful testimony. If she could only stop the giving, it's just wonderful what God, God has delivered her. It's a miraculous testimony done by the power of God in our own home. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Glory. Hallelujah. We'll sing when we get to heaven at the marriage supper while we take the offering.
Amen. Bless the Lord. Come on, praise God. <laughs> Father, we thank you for the wonderful blessing this afternoon. We thank you, Lord, thou hast been with us in a wonderful way. And we return to give thee all the praise and all the glory. For Jesus' sake, amen. God bless you, brothers and sisters. The Lord bless you.